0: I am Jeff Luther and the host of your new favorite podcast, The Inspector Alliance. This is where we'll peel back the curtain and get behind successful service industry businesses to see just what makes them tick. We're going to focus around the home inspection business. That's what I've built. I've owned it for a little over 20 years now. But we'll also include other service businesses that might parallel our ours so we can learn more. And the more we know, the better off we are, right? All right, folks, we are back with another great episode of the Inspector Alliance. Something we're gonna to discuss today is uh, turning negatives into a positive. You know, people always talk about, oh, t-, it's like turning that frown upside down, right? It's just, it's simply not that easy. It's a matter of changing mindset. But what we can do is take positives from a potentially negative experience. We're not, we're not gonna change the negative experience, but what we can do is pull positives from it, right? Um, so often we hear ourselves saying, "Yeah, know, we'll, we'll, turn that negative into a positive, but you know, it's still a negative. Um, I, I just don't think that's possible, but if we take the negative and we own it and we're grown up about it and try to make sure it doesn't happen again, then what we can do is kind of try to find the positive. There's different ways to phrase it. I think the Tony Robbins way is what's great about this. You know, things are happening for me, not to me. Um, But I look at it as how can I use this? What can I do to improve? How can I use this experience to do something positive? So as example, we'll touch on two kind of perceived negatives. Given the time of the year, I think the first one that we're gonna talk about is pretty timely. It is um, paying taxes. So we always look at that, and in my world right now, in the entrepreneur world, it's uh, it is a topic of discussion. Oh my gosh! You know, I had to pay X number of dollars, or already you know paid in this much. Now I've got to pay an additional this much. Now I've been paying my quarterly taxes. Now I've got to pay. So entrepreneurs, it's uh, this is that time of year when we're talking about that pre regular. And just as a side note. Um, <clears throat> people say, Oh, well, your company pays that companies don't pay taxes. People pay taxes. So just uh, an FYI, you know, people always talk about um, the, the tax benefits to companies. Well, people pay the taxes. I can assure you people pay taxes. Um, all right. So in my circle, that's been sort of a topic. Corporate taxes are due in March. So March 15 every year is when our corporate taxes are due. Personal taxes are due April 15. So now is the time that we're having that discussion. Um, so while corporate taxes are filed in March, the checks aren't written until right around April. Um, and that's when the real conversation starts. So what does it mean when you're paying income tax or what is income tax? Income tax is a type of tax the government imposes, the government imposes on income generated by businesses and individuals within their jurisdiction. So let that sit for a second. It is a tax that's imposed on, it is a tax imposed on income generated, right? So unless you're generating income, you're generating revenue, unless you are generating revenue, you are not paying taxes. So we're earning money, right? Some people may say, Oh, your company's making money, but we're earning money. um, because making it's illegal, but that is the whole idea. That's the, that's the benefit, right? The whole idea of of a company or a whole idea of an individual is you want to earn income. In that sense, we'll be lucky that we pay them, right? Um, although it's not easy, um, and sometimes it's not not easy in the sense that uh, it's not easy to part with the money. Of course, it's easy to write the check, but being thankful that you're generating revenue and, of course, paying taxes on the income—that is a positive about paying taxes. So, moving on, we'll talk to something. Uh, talk about something that's uh, actually a little more important. Um, I say it's more important. It isn't. It isn't any more important, but it is a little more real. Uh, we do have a little more control over this one, over this negative. Um, the taxes we just pay. Not a lot of control over it. Not a lot that we can do about it. You can dodge it, but of course, that ultimately comes back to bite you. There are ways to limit our tax liability, so that is a plus. Um, but that's a whole. That's a whole separate episode that we'll cover: so how to how to limit your tax liability is that fine line between limiting your liability and, uh, getting a little bit greedy. I like to say pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. Um, but that's, that is down the road and we'll certainly, we'll cover that. Um, but the next one i want to talk about is complaints. So complaints are a negative when people complain about our business. That is a negative. It's personal. It's, uh, it's, it's deflating. Sometimes it kind of, it kind of gets us for the day. Um, it creates issues and it can sometimes really question our make us question our own judgment make us question what we're doing make us question uh our product or our service or if we're really doing that good of a job um but here are some positives how we find something positive about having someone complain about our product or service is is several ways we look at it as a feedback loop that's what we do in my organization it is a feedback loop um That means that we have an opportunity to improve. It shows that someone cares about you, about, about your business. Um, and then we can change, right? We can become better. We can sharpen our skills. We learn what our blind spots are. And I've always said in my own business, I don't need people to tell me what I'm doing is great. What I need is for people to tell me the bad things. Cause if I didn't think it was great, I wouldn't do it. The hard part is getting people to tell you the bad things, to be open and honest about those negative things or things that they want you to improve upon. That's the challenge. Um, and I'll show you one of the things that we're doing in, in my organization with complaints is uh, we have created an actual feedback loop where we use our complaints to actually share with the organization. And we use this for marketing as well. So as you can see, this was uh I'm, in January, our inspections, I don't know how realistic this is, two, out of 249 inspections, um, we had an avoidable callback. So four, that means it was avoidable. It means we could have done something about it. We either, we either fell asleep at the wheel, we didn't set expectations, we uh, maybe locked ourselves out of a house, any kind of an incident that was avoidable. And then we had incidents that were part of our 100-day guarantee, which I'll explain more about that which we just pay out. You know, if we, if we do an inspection, the dishwasher works and the folks move in two months later or, or whatever that is, and it doesn't work, then we just cover that under a guarantee. And, and, we'll, and we'll talk about that in a later episode, I'm sure. Um, no faults found, meaning that it was out of our scope of the inspection. If they, if they say, well, you didn't, you didn't tell me that, uh, the house wasn't under a termite bond. Well, that's not something that we cover or you didn't tell me that uh, my fence encroached on my neighbor's lot line. That's not in our scope. Um, and then no faults found where it was actually in the inspection report and they didn't read it or didn't see it. So the incidents that happened there, and that's what gets us to our actual rating, our excellence rating, our, uh, our error rating, basically. So for that month, we were at ninety eight point four percent in our excellence report, and our goal every month is to be at ninety nine percent. We want a ninety nine percent accuracy rating, um, and we're doing a we're doing a pretty good job of that. One of the things that we started, we talked about that one hundred day guarantee. It took us a while, but we finally implemented our one hundred day guarantee because people would call back, "Hey, you just inspected my house a month ago, and now my dishwasher doesn't work." Uh, you just inspected my house a month ago and I moved in and my AC doesn't work. My oven doesn't work, whatever those things are. And that became problematic for us internally because we got to figure out how to handle it and how to handle it diplomatically. That became problematic for uh, for our inspectors externally because then it was brought up on the next inspection. Um, that became uh, problematic for our, our referral sources because you were just there Uh, the house has been vacant and now this item doesn't work. So we finally turn that into a positive and we have a 100 day guarantee. So it's a no questions asked guarantee. If we were there and we told you that the item worked or that it was serving its intended purpose. And within 100 days, if it stops doing that, then we just take full responsibility for it. Um, It it makes things more palatable to our employees because they see us internally how we deal with issues. There's no fight. There's no question. There's no ambiguity. We know internally that the company is going to do the right thing and just cover it. Um, we, usually, we're going to end up paying anyway. But wouldn't you rather just pay up front? Let it be kind of a marketing, um, a marketing tool, I guess, um, as opposed to paying ultimately after a fight and after pushback. Uh, and after trying to explain your site so it allows us to to kind of market the payouts that we have and that we would have regardless and it's not like it's uh it's not like it's a, a, a huge amount of money or a, a common problem it's one of those things where what happens last happens most most often so when you're in the throes of a complaint you think it happens all the time it's really not that often and if you look like for us if we go back and look at our numbers we're probably around uh, I think it's two percent um, and we're doing what, 5,000 inspections a year. So it's really not a whole lot. Of course, every one of them is painful for, for a number of reasons. You know, you have the financial pain, but but more importantly is you have the pain of someone associating a poor experience with your organization. So that's why we've tried to, we've tried to stop as much as we can. We create that internal feedback loop, um, starting that excellent report or excellent rating. We're always striving for 99% and trying to, to, to meet that. Um, so that is how we would turn those negatives into a positive, the negative of the complaint is using that as our feedback loop, how we can improve. For example, if we're continuously getting uh, an issue around plumbing or around fixtures, or there's a new type of fixture, um, or maybe a new type like when tankless water heaters, came about, there was an issue with the gas line and how you would size the gas line going into those tankless water heaters. Um, And it became problematic for us. So that tells us that we need to have a seminar, need to have some kind of workshop on the tankless water heaters and how we're gonna get those out out of our way, so to speak, when we're doing inspections and we can deliver a much better service or a much better product. Um, so that's kind of my two cents on the turning negatives into positives. A a lot of times those things, they kind of, they kind of get you, you know, if, uh, if you get a complaint, particularly a big complaint, then that kind of sends your day into a tailspin. But if you can take a positive from that, the only way I know for certain to stop complaints in my business is to stop doing business. And that's not really an option. We know with unwavering certainty, every time that we have a truck that leaves the office to go out and do the inspection, we're not catching everything that's wrong with that, with that house. And that's just not possible. The objective is to reduce or mitigate the potential risk that a buyer would have associated with buying that property. And that's what we're really great at. Um, all the big things I can just about guarantee you with certainty that we're going to catch all those, um, but little things, and then it becomes subjective, right? What's little and what's big. And when you're the one buying the house, I assure you, everything is big. Um, but then it becomes, uh, an issue of subjectivity. And I know that all the little things we're not going to catch and I don't intend to, but what we can do is use that feedback loop to continuously improve on our service. So those are the, those are the negatives, turning those into a positive. Um, I hope this has been helpful. And uh, maybe next time one of these things happen to you in terms of a, of a complaint or something going wrong, you can find that positive and use that to your advantage and not let it bring you down for the day and certainly not let it bring any of your employees down. Um, There'll be more on this topic later. If you like what you heard, click that follow button down at the bottom. And uh, I'm Jeff Luther with the Inspector Alliance and I can't wait to see you next time.